All right. Welcome, beautiful community. Royalty Ministries Community Foundation is here once again with a workshop for God is Not Homophobic. I will be your host and mentor, City Life, also known as Sister Nicole. And um, of course, our goal every Saturday is to bring change into the community of the LGBTQ. In doing that, we have a workshop every Saturday where everyone is welcome to join in uh, on conversations about different things that we can do to help bring that change and bridge the gap between those indifferences that we have that causes crime, hate crimes, and disagreements uh, with the LGBTQ community in terms of who they wish to choose to love um, and, and why they've chosen to have that lifestyle. So today's workshop I have titled, Meet Me Where I've Changed. And uh, I'm, I'm sure each and every one of us has been in a position of change, right? Change is something that's constant. It's, a, it's, it's forever evolving. We are always forever evolving. At least we hope to. For those who want to make change, they do it and they do it effortlessly. Might be some challenges that comes along the way that, that we cross paths with, but overall that mindset that we have is to change. And here's the thing. There's a lot of people fearing the Lord so much that they don't want to let him in. But I'm here to tell you, changing is something that everyone has an option to do in this world, to make themselves a better person, a better individual, a better wife, a better husband, a better brother, a better sister, a better lover, whatever you want to title yourself for betterment, everyone has the option for it. But unfortunately, for some people, changing their ways is foreign to them. Taking a walk with God does not cause pain, though. For any of us, it's walking away from God that causes the most hurt and depression, if you ask me. So I need everyone on today's workshop to repeat after me if you feel this in your spirit. Meet me where I've changed. I'll say it again. Everybody that's a part of this workshop today, if you'll repeat after me, meet me where I've changed. Meet me where I've changed. There we go. If you feel it in your spirit, I know that this is something that'll really be uh, close and near and dear to you for today's topic. All right. So let's make a change, Royalty Ministries Community Foundation. The more workshops we have about making a change, the more change is going to come, right? When we recognize that a change has been made for betterment of our people, circumstances, and livelihood, the goal is for us to stick to it. We have enough people in this world walking away from betterment. So for us as a whole, we have to be the difference. We have to be that golden opportunity that shines brightly enforcing that change. And think about how many more opportunities we would have if each of us created an opportunity. That, that would be an opportunity for all, right? 
and it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, be the next Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. These are people who have created opportunities, as an example. How did they do that? They opened up doors for people to have jobbing opportunities. Distribution companies to interact and participate in things that would better the technology that we use today. That's an opportunity. And that's just one example of opportunity. But if each of us created an opportunity individually, opening up a door for even just one person to walk into it, that's another opportunity for another person. And it just becomes a domino effect from there of opportunities. But most of all, the one thing that is so very easy for us to create in today's world is an opportunity to be positive, an opportunity to show up with God by your side, an opportunity to create positive positivity for yourself and cut out the negativity, an opportunity to build yourself, an opportunity to make progress. There are so many different small minuscule steps that you can take in creating opportunities, not just for yourself, but for others. A wise man once said, whether we become the ash or the phoenix, it is up to us. So it's, it's a choice that we have as individuals to become a phoenix in the rising, or we can settle in the ash. I, I personally choose to become a phoenix and rise. If it has been your choice to date a woman as a woman, tell them to meet you where you changed. Because prior to that woman arriving, you had God first. If you've decided to date a man as a man, tell them to meet you where you've changed. Because prior to that man's arrival, you put God first. Just because you've chosen to have a man-on-man -man relationship or a woman-on-woman -woman relationship doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with God. And if you dare ask yourself to show up for a relationship that would be everlasting and above all loving, but you haven't chose to invest that time and conversation into God, you're going to have a huge indifference in your experience. Your decision to be in a same-sex relationship wasn't to destroy your relationship with God. Your, de your decision was not to destroy the relationship with your family. Your decision was not to deny or be denied a, on a job application. Because when you applied to have that job, you applied with God first. God approved you before you showed up for that occupation. God approved you before you showed up in that relationship. Homosexuality doesn't have to be a defeating case or circumstance for you not to want to move forward. Meet me where I've changed, I tell them. Just because you don't wanna recognize how much I've invested into myself 
on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis to make a change for myself to grow and become better doesn't mean that you cannot meet me where I've changed. Accepting me for who I am today because my path is to walk with God. For that job, your family and friends, if they can't meet you where you have changed, then they are more than welcome to turn around and change the direction they chose to run into. Because when they chose to run into you, if they didn't choose to run into change, then what are they doing there? They need to turn around until they're ready to come back and meet you where you've changed. Something else that I've pondered on in this whole concept of meeting where someone has changed is the obstacles that our children face. They get put into alternative schools when they have not been on their best behavior or they go to juvenile detention or as they grow up and become adults, they, they go to prison. But some of our, ch our children tend to be marginalized and disregarded for their changes when they're sent to an alternative school or they're sent to a juvenile detention location. What I recognize about these facilities is that although it's meant to wake them up and steer them away from the detention circumstances, there are obstacles behind the walls of those closed doors that these people face. And when I say people, I mean our children. And even as an adult, you're somebody's child. So don't deny yourself being a child and a child of God, right? Some of these places will treat you worse than the actions it took for you to get into the alternative school or put behind bars. And what does that do? Does it set an example to say, we need to spread more positivity and we need to you know, spread uh, less actions of which got us into the facility in the beginning? Because if you're going into a facility where there's corruption, you're gonna come out corrupted. We need more of these facilities, these alternative schools, these prisons and these places of which are trying to drive change to, be, to make the change, be the change. Don't just throw the people into the facility and expect them to come out less corrupted than they went into it if there's already a lot of corruption behind the walls and doors of the place. It's a contradiction. Something else I pondered on. What happened to our Pledge of Allegiance, right? They took the Pledge of Allegiance out of the schools. No, no, the, the schools no longer do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. They took it out. This is when I really truly feel that we reneged on liberty and justice for all. I remember 
being a child in a classroom setting and the first thing in the morning you come in there and that was the first thing you did before you got started with your learnings. You said the Pledge of Allegiance. The biggest thing that stood out to me in that Pledge of Allegiance was liberty and justice for all. Which is what we're looking for. We're looking for liberty and justice for all in our heterosexual community. We're looking for liberty and justice for all in our homosexual communities. We're looking for liberty and justice for all with our African-Americans. We're looking for liberty and justice for all with our Hispanic communities. We're looking for liberty and justice for all when it comes to anybody who has experienced a racist, circumstantial situation that they did not intend to show up for because what happened? Somebody wasn't willing to meet them where they have changed or accept them for who they are. But what if people were willing to meet change and keep it in place for continued change? It'd be a cycle of change. It'll be a cycle of growth. Change is something that's an example in our eyes every day. When you have a baby, that baby is born. That baby comes out crying. That baby begins later on to walk and talk. Those are changes. Along that, pro that profile of development of that child, not only do they begin to walk and talk, but their body also begins to take a new shape and form, also known as change. Change should only be replaced with a better change. So if someone's going to be locked up and thrown into a prison or someone's going to be thrown into an alternative school because they've misbehaved or someone's going to end up in a juvenile detention setting, let them show up and see change. Something that develops them to make and want to make a better change, not corruption. Change should not be demotivated or disregarded. It should be more motivation and inspiration to continue on your journey for change. If you've changed your mind about being in a, a, a heterosexual relationship to be in a homosexual relationship, tell them to meet you where you've changed. Because along that change, you can change your mind about God. That wasn't the reason why you changed your mind about who you decided to sleep with and lay next to. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't have God in your life, that relationship you changed your mind about being in for the next relationship that you decided to jump into, it's not going to grow. It's not going to go as far as it can go either because you're missing one of the main, most important ingredients and aspects of your own personal life and development. And that's God himself. God is a working vessel in our lives every single day. And for anybody that chooses to disregard the fact that this higher being and source is out there controlling the things that we have going on in our lives, for us to have the option to have a better, a betterment of our own placement, a betterment of our own actions, 
a betterment of our appearance. If you're disregarding that, then you're disregarding the option to make those changes. And don't get me wrong. We know misery loves company. And unfortunately, misery doesn't welcome change at all. It devours it and it spits it out, causing more misery, more obstacles, more depression, more pain, suicidal thoughts. All these things that we have an option to run away from, we, we welcome misery sometimes in our lives so much that we don't welcome the positivity that we can have in our lives as often as we can have it. Bad things are gonna happen, of course. And it is my true opinion that bad things will continue to happen because mistakes can happen. And neither of us are perfect. But the one thing that I enjoy about a mistake is that a mistake is meant to help you recognize what you did wrong so that you can turn around and look at exactly what you did inappropriately so that you can make a change to show up and do it differently. Because you're not gonna wanna repeat the same mistake. You're not gonna wanna repeat the same steps that caused you to make that mistake. So we need to not only ask people to meet us where we've changed, but we also need to accept that we can continue to change. And change doesn't have to be excluded from our lives because of other obstacles that we face or because we've made a mistake and now we're beating ourselves up about it. Mistakes are meant to happen so that you can correct it and make a better decision not to do the same thing that led you to that same mistake. Mistakes take you know, shape and form in the decision-making process that we have when we choose who we wanna be with or we choose where we wanna go in life. Okay, that's fine. But we don't want to continue to do the same thing over and over again. We know that means insanity. <laughs> the definition of doing something over and over again is insanity. Like if you want to be insane about something, be insane about change. Because to repeat change, I'll be I'll be I'll be completely insane about making change as long as it's for the betterment of myself and my people, for the betterment of myself and my communities that surround me. And those who are growing up beneath me, those who are above me that haven't had the opportunity to think that way. Because no matter how old we get, will always run into somebody who knows something that we did not know. Doesn't matter how much you think you know, you'll always run into somebody else that has a different outlook or a different opinion 
and how something could have or should have gone. But our goal in that meeting of the minds is to take from it the good and leave the bad for that change. I invite everybody that's part of this workshop and those who listen in to stay on your journey. Never feel defeated by the decision you have reached to make a change in your life that is necessary for your improvement and your relationship with God. Don't beat yourself up about the mistakes you make either. Because those are put in our path for a reason. It's designed in the makeup of our life so that we can figure out how we're going to do differently. How are we gonna show up for ourselves and show up for others so that they can continue to understand the aspect of making a positive change in their lives. Take a moment of reflection. Don't feel bad about withdrawing from different connections that you have for that change. Be okay with saying, you know what? I gotta take this break for a moment. I need a reset. I have some developing I need to do with myself. I'll be back, but when I return, meet me where I've changed. Beautiful people and community, it is my pleasure to be a vessel of God. My minister said something a couple of weeks ago. He said, don't show up putting a title on yourself. There's too many people out here trying to take titles and they want to be an apostle. They want to be a prophet. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very true statement. Woke my eyes up. I said, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. So if anybody shows up and they say, who are you? I'll be telling them, I am a changed woman. And I am developing my relationship with God. Meet me there. And that's a wrap for today's workshop. I thank you all for joining. And I hope that I've changed enough to touch the hearts of those that are listening in for today's workshop. God is not homophobic. He loves all. And we do too.